Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I hope you're having a great day today, and I hope that you uh, have been very, uh, very uh, in tune with the fact that God loves you and that God has been good in your life, and that you've spent some time praising Him and thanking Him for His goodness. Praise God. You can praise God for what He's done. You can worship God for who He is, and that never changes. God is good on your worst day, and God is still God. Whenever you don't know what He's up to, you can trust the fact that he's up in heaven and he's in control and we know that God doeth all things well. You might be listening to me today from a hospital bed. Well, God knows where you are. You might be bearing a loved one. I hope not, but if you are, God knows all about it. Maybe you've been blessed in a big way. Hey, God's in control. Amen. And I'm glad that God knows exactly where we are and he knows exactly what we need and he has it all in his storehouse reserved to meet the need for you and I. You got to spend some time today just uh, thanking God for who he is and praising God for what he's done in your life. We're in Romans chapter 15, and this will be our third study in this 15th chapter. We're going to read about five verses today, verse 8 through verse 12. Many Old Testament references in these several verses, and we'll explain why here in just a moment. Now, if you've missed any of our Romans studies, or if you've missed any of our book by uh, verse by verse book studies at all, all of those are available via the podcast. If you'll simply go wherever it is you get your other podcasts, you'll find us there as well. You can type in "striving for revival," hit subscribe, and then you'll have instant access to all of these archived Bible studies. The good thing about the podcast is there is no expiration on those studies. They're just there, and you can listen to them many times over and over again. And if you miss us on the radio, you can always catch us anytime you have time on the podcast. So go over there to Spotify or Apple or wherever it is and just type us in, Striving for Revival. It's amazing. I got an email from uh, Apple and uh, the the amount of subscribers to our podcast, and we praise the Lord uh, for those who have made it uh, a part of their spiritual life. I get to travel from time to time and preach in different meetings, and I love meeting you folks who are podcast people and, uh, of course, radio listeners, and thank God for you. I love our strive for revival family. We're studying the Bible together, and there's nothing like it. Now, Romans chapter 15, we just finished last study, last broadcast, the verses, verse 5 through verse 7. And the admonition or the imperative command is that we are to have unity in the local church. There's not to be division or schism over these peripheral, preferential, uh, prideful areas. And honestly, division, trace it back, the root cause of division often is pride. Now, we ought to divide, mark those who walk contrary, those who don't hold the traditions, those who would uh, teach a heresy or bad doctrine. We divide from that. But we don't divide over carpet color, and we don't divide because nobody ate your casserole at the church homecoming dinner. Say amen right there. We don't divide over the fact that your uh, sweet little uh, uh, whatever his name is, Gertrude or whoever, 
it was, didn't get the lead role in the church Christmas play. Uh, but anyway, that's because the devil wasn't in the play, or else we would let Gertrude be the devil. But anyhow, we don't split over those kind of things. We want unity, and here's the command. With one mind and one mouth, we're to glorify God. We don't have multiple, there ought not be multiple personality disorder in the local church. We, we all, all ought to have one spiritual mind, one spiritual mouth. We ought to be going the same direction, have the same uh, goal, the same uh, uh, prerogative. It ought to be glorifying God even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we receive one another, and our example is the fact that Christ received you. If anybody if anybody ever thought, you know what, I don't think that they're worthy, hey, you ought to check yourself if you're saved. Remind yourself, Christ received you. I'm glad he receiveth sinful men. You aren't perfect, I'm not perfect, but he is. And thank God he humbled himself, came to where we were. He did what we couldn't do, saved our sorry soul, received us unto himself. He said, hey, where I am, that's where I want you to be also. So we ought to have unity in the local church. Ought not be schisms. There ought not be cliques. There ought not be clans. There ought not be splinters. These little groups that uh, have their opinion or are trying to cause havoc. And if you're part of one of those groups, you're not right with the Lord. Now, in verse number four, Paul told us, for whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning. He's referencing the Old Testament. Now, he's saying, now, folks, listen, that which was given from Genesis to Malachi was given for a purpose. It was given for our admonition. It was given for our learning. It was given to help us have patience and comfort and give us hope. Now, so he's saying, don't throw it out. You need it. And he says that because here in verse 8 through 12, he references the Old Testament all the way through. Now, if you remember in our initial study of Romans, we mentioned Romans chapter 1 deals with the sins of the Gentile. Romans chapter 2 dealt with the sins of the Jew. Then in Romans 3, Paul groups them all together for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But out of the gate, it presents us with a little bit of a problem that no doubt was prevalent in the church there in Rome. And it is the issue of division over Jewish membership and Gentile membership. And that's why Paul has dealt with throughout justification is by grace through faith. It's not of the law. It's not of the flesh. Jew and Gentile are all alike under sin and in need of redemption. And Paul has been stressing there will be weaker brethren and stronger brethren. These Gentiles did not worry about what they ate. And they didn't esteem certain days as holy. But these Jewish brethren had a hard time shaking off their, uh, their upbringing in Judaism and maybe their ties to the Pharisees and all of that, which they used to follow. They fasted twice uh, a week, and they had scriptures all over their house and different things, and they had to esteem certain days as holy, and then they didn't eat certain kinds of meat because they still said it was unclean. Now, grace took care of all that. It erased all that. It, it did away with all that. But some of these folks were struggling in that area. But you're, the command is this, you receive the weaker brother, not to doubtful disputations. You don't receive his weak position, but you do receive that weaker person. You don't drive them from the assembly. You want to keep them in. You want to give them chances to grow in grace, right? You want to give them the opportunity to get seasoned, and they'll learn some things. And we're not to use our liberty like a billy club or make it a millstone or make it a pit that somebody would fall into and that it would wreck their Christian life. So we must mind our P's and Q's, if you will. We don't get prideful with our our position or our liberty and swing it around carelessly all right and so he's going through this and he's 
He's still elaborating on that in verse 8 through verse 12. And he goes back to the example. He says, now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision for the truth of God to confirm the promises made unto the fathers. So yes, Jesus came and he was a minister to the Jew. He came to seek and to save that which was lost, but he came unto his own. His own received him not, but he came to the house of Israel. He came as the Messiah, if they only would have received him. But the verse goes on in verse nine and says, and that the Gentiles. So it's not just a Jewish thing. It's a Jew and Gentile thing. And that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy as it is written for this cause I'll confess to thee among the Gentiles and sing unto thy name so he's referencing the making these Old Testament references from the book of Psalms and he'll he'll quote from Psalms several times here in Deuteronomy and other places like that in the Old Testament but he's saying hey listen Christ is for the Jew Christ is for the Gentile and again praise the Lord all ye Gentiles, and laud him, all ye people. And again, verse 12, Isaiah saith, There shall be a root of Jesse, and he that shall rise to reign over the Gentiles, in him shall the Gentiles trust. So the writer here, Paul, as he ends the, the main body before he concludes his letter, he's dealing with that rift that was between Jewish and Gentile church members in this one local assembly. And he's saying, now don't get it twisted. Yes, Jesus came as a minister to the Jew, but he also came to bring salvation to the Gentile. Thank God for that. He did. He confirmed or established uh, that old truth, but he also did away with it and made that new covenant. In in establishing the old, he established the new. All right, and so he's talking about this. He's trying to give these people the understanding that you're not better than them, and they're not better than you. It is Christ for all. It was prophesied in the Old Testament. It was presented by the prophets that the Gentiles would also come to trust in the name of the Lord. That root of Jesse, that root out of a dry ground, that promised prophesied messiah thank god in him also with the gentiles trust there should be no division in the local church until next time pray for revival thank you for joining us today for striving for revival with justin cooper assistant pastor at north valley baptist church in santa clara california listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival